Hello everybody and welcome to the Girl You Need podcast. My name is Emma Jane Punter and this is episode number three. What the hell? Can't believe I'm doing a third episode to my podcast. I just wanted to start by saying thank you so much. I know I've said thank you on my Instagram as well but obviously thank you so much for all of your support and interest in my podcast. Like it's really scary to put yourself out there and bear all with all of your emotions and you know how you really feel about yourself and things and to have the feedback that I've had has made me realize that it was worth doing because you know I feel as though I've inspired people to I've inspired some of you to to open up to me and you know some of the things that you're opening up to me about I'm I'm so honored that I've given you that space to do that because sharing is absolutely caring and you know I it what makes me want to do it even more because I think this is what I should be doing with my life and I hope to continue to inspire I'll be inviting people onto the podcast as well which watch this space I'm like really excited about that because that will be that will give other people a chance to share their story and just for you as listeners to listen to just just normal people and just you know get some more inspiration and realize that we're all the same you know our emotions are all the same emotions and we're all just trying to figure it out together so um yeah so I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy those so I'm excited to do this episode. This episode is all about body image and your mind. So I'm just going to get straight into it on episode three. So here we go. Here we go. This is episode number three, take three, because I had a bit of a technical difficulty on the first time of recording and then the second one oh my god so obviously when you when you're recording a podcast you have to listen back to it the amount of times I said you know honestly all I could hear was you know so I'm trying to listen to the content and all I can hear is you know and I'm like there we go again there we go again how many times do I want to say you know so this is going to be tough because you know (laughs) I do say it quite a lot so um always learning though aren't we and god knows what it's going to be like when I actually have guests on because I'm going to be like oh you know must be a nervous thing who knows anyway here we go so this episode is all about body image and the mind so I'm going to talk about where our body image comes from and the negative sides of that I'm going to talk about body positivity as the campaign I'm also going to give a concept well given an idea that I actually think it's mind positivity it's not body positivity and I don't think I've come up with this idea by the way I think it's probably already out there but it's just to kind of give that take on the body positivity vibe in that it's all in your mind so I'm going to use me as an example for that and then I'm going to talk about self-acceptance because that's what we all need to get to so body image essentially comes from the media so how we view our bodies in a negative way is all to do with how we're conditioned by the bloody media 
So there's something in our brain we've got, it's called unhealthy thinking habits, right? And we all do it, everybody does it, every single brain does it. And if you Googled that, if you Googled that, you'd see the list of different ones that there are. But there's two. So there's one, there's one called self-critic and there's another one called compare and despair. And basically they're that, unless you are aware of those habits that your brain has, you could just be living in that state. I certainly was throughout my whole twenties and I even still am now. Oh my God, you just can't help it. You can't help it. No one could say that you don't compare because we do, we all do. You can't help it, it does it automatically. You'll be scrolling through Instagram and it's like compare, 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 compare. And I guess some people are more self-critical than others. I go through phases. So I reckon I've always been self-critical, but since I've been on my self-esteem journey, I've realized just how much I do it. And actually, if I find myself putting myself down, I immediately turn it around and I'm like, actually, you look gorge. You know, so I do um, I do try to change that, but I do have moments like if it's, if, if it's gonna be, you know, time of the month, then I am probably down there criticizing myself, feeling sorry for myself, and I'm a proper Debbie Downer. Um, but those two things are why we have really negative body image because we are surrounded by all these advertisements saying, look at this flawless skin, look at this apparently perfect figure, look at this, um, go- look at this woman's gorgeous hair, like look at her house, look at her holiday, look at her family, look at her teeth, look at her eyes, look at her boobs, look at her bum, honest to God, it is non stop and it's just draining and if you think about it since you were in high school so most of us start feeling self-conscious and caring about what other people think from 11 to 13 and I read that in a book somewhere I can't remember what book it was called uh the insecure it's called the insecure girls handbook I put it on my Instagram and asked everyone on Instagram what age and most of you said between 11 to 13 so it was really really young age that we start to feel conscious about what we look like and you know criticizing ourselves and comparing ourselves and we care what other people think so it's from a really young age so from that really young age you're starting to be you're starting to feel self-conscious and be aware of your physical appearance and then adjacent to that you've got all these adverts say like pumping you saying you need to look like this you need to look like that imagine being 11 and 12 now with instagram so whereas back in back in my day i'd have a magazine i'd compare myself to everybody in my school and i'd have a magazine comparing myself to celebs but now you compare yourself to the world and it's like you're following celebs you know media used to be celebs have got cellulite oh my god and it'd make you feel good about yourself as harsh harsh as that is you'd see a magazine like i can't remember the name of the magazines now um gossip was it gossip or closer and then you'd see all these celebs with cellulite and you're like oh my god they're normal amazing and it made you feel better but then we went on to instagram and everyone had a filter and magazines kind of died to death because it was all online and then celebs were obviously able to show themselves what they actually look like but we're all filtered you know there's an app called facetune which i have put a video on my instagram before now to show 
just how much you can change your body. You can bring your waist in, you can make your lips bigger, you can make your eyes bigger, you can make your nose smaller, you can give yourself a jawline, you can change the colour of your skin, you can change your hair colour, you can change your lip colour, you can make your boobs bigger, make your bum bigger, you can literally change your whole self. So and it's it's actually really toxic to be for us to be able to do that because we're creating an avatar we're creating an online ideal self that we want people to see us as and by creating that when we when we then get likes on our instagram for looking that way we it makes us feel really good because we're like, oh my God, people think I'm, I look really good. But then actually, you don't look like that. So when you're not on your phone and getting all those likes, when I say you, you might not feel like this. This is totally generalizing, but I'm talking to you, the girls and the men that know what I'm talking about. So when you um, aren't on your phone and you are looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're seeing the real you, you're gonna feel rubbish, aren't you? Because, so think about it. If you're, you're basically telling your brain that you don't like the way you look by reinforcing. So, so I used to wear makeup all the time. I wouldn't leave my house without any makeup on. I used to go to the gym with makeup on. I couldn't leave my house without makeup because my skin on my face was full. I had really, really bad skin. It was dead blotchy, it was dead red. I had loads of pimples and I just thought, oh my God, I look. So I used to call myself ugly all the time. Um, and I couldn't, you know, when I, when I first got with Lewis, how bad is this? It's also kind of funny because it's like bridesmaids, you know, when. Um, she gets out of bed and she like puts a little bit of makeup on and gets back into bed and she's lying there and she's like, oh, oh, good morning. That's basically what I used to do with Lewis because I thought, oh my God, can't have him seeing me with no makeup on. So I would either go to sleep with my makeup on so I didn't have to take it off and just, and I'd wear Estee Lauder, which is like double wear. That, that bloody foundation never comes off. So I'd go to sleep with that on. Or I'd get up in the morning and just put a bit of concealer under my eyes and, you know, do my brows. How bad is that? How bad is that? That is me scared to show my true self. And I spoke about this in another episode. You know, your true self. The, the Instagram allows us to create this ideal self that we want everybody to see. And then there becomes this massive gap between who you actually are and what you want people to see because you're getting all the likes and everything from all these posts and stuff. So how the hell do you then suddenly show people who you really are because that's not what people liked. It's really, really scary to do. So <clears throat> for body image, we're filtering our posts, we're editing our posts, you know, we're getting all these likes and it's a massive industry. Body image is it's like a trend and it blows my mind that we will change our body to match a trend that the media tell us is a trend. For example, when I was younger, 
Kate Moss was the idol. She was like a supermodel and she was the idol that everybody wanted to look like. So she was really slim, flat chested, gorgeous long slim legs, beautiful jawline and everyone was like she is the number one gorgeous woman of the year kind of thing. Whereas now that's too skinny and it's like you need to have a big bum and you need big boobs and it's an hourglass and we've got tiny waists and big bums and celebrating the curves. I love it all, don't get me wrong, but what a difference. What a difference. And it just, it's a trend and it moves and it's crazy that we feel the need to change our bodies to meet society's expectation of what a body should look like. And it's not our fault that we feel like that. And I, I, don't, I don't judge anyone for changing their body because we we are we're social animals we like to be liked we want to fit in that's what we are like that's what the human species is so it's normal that we follow trends but it just upsets me that the media has such a hold on us and it has such a hold on how we all view ourselves again generalizing it's how we all view ourselves and how we compare ourselves and you know we're looking at people on Instagram feeling proper, proper rubbish. So I've had a bit of a cleanse of my Instagram and I, and I would highly recommend it to anybody, really. Just having a little coffee. I hope you're having a coffee or a nice cup of tea or a nice walk while you're listening to this. Wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying it. So um, I had a cleanse of my Instagram because... I was following lots of women who, for my own self-esteem, for my own mental health, was damaging for me because I used to put loads of... No, I didn't put pressure on myself. That's not the right thing. But I used to just... You you automatically feel rubbish. So you just... You know, you're following people who are just on the beach all day, every day, super brown and slim and tanned. And you're just like, oh, God, God... And then you just, why, it's nice to look at. So it's really attractive to look at, so you can't help but look. But at the same time, you then look at yourself and you're like, ew, that's just, ugh, you know. And because Instagram has made us all so connected in that it doesn't matter whether you're a celebrity or just your normal person like me, we are it shows us we're all much more informally connected now so you don't just see a celebrity when they're taking being papped and put in the paper in the in the magazines you can choose to look at an instagram and watch their whole life so we feel more connected so they're not almost like the really high status person anymore they're more brought down to our level a little bit so we compare ourselves even more so because we feel like we should look like that because we're all the same but we're not we've got completely different lives you know we're all there trying to make ourselves look like multi-millionaires there's nothing wrong if you have a normal nine-to-five job nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that so I don't want to go off on a tangent so yeah I had a cleanse on my Instagram and I now follow loads of campaigns and loads of women who all promote body positivity and that is a movement which I absolutely love. I advocate it on my Instagram page. And I just think 
it's really really refreshing to go through my instagram and just see pictures of women in all different shapes and sizes just doing you you know just standing there naked not caring breastfeeding you know getting your boobs out just wearing a bra and you know you're like got massive boobs and like i love it like don't be afraid of that you know and it's so 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 nice so a couple of accounts i follow thinking off the top of my head girls are awesome is a good one and sunday morning view that's another good one um and they're just you know chessie king is obviously a, a really really famous social media influencer who is all about body positivity as well um but i love it and it just makes me feel really really good because i'm just like that is what that is what we all look like not this other account that I used to follow. That's what we look like. So, mind positivity. So, but so this is where I was going to talk about mind positivity because I personally don't just think it's a case of being. So, having loads of women that you now follow who make you feel good about yourself is great because you're not comparing and despairing as much. You're more celebrating women in all our different forms and shapes and sizes. So, that's good. But if you're still hating on yourself, it's not the whole, it's just the surface. So following people who are just normal is the surface, isn't it? So that's reducing the unhelpful thinking habits that you've got, but it's just the surface, it's you that you need to work on. So we all kind of have this thing of, and the, because of all of this stuff that I've mentioned about the media, we all judge, we all judge our worth based on our physical appearance. So we would think that if you are a smaller size, you are, you've got more reason to feel confident. So, you know, we have women who, if they've got a little bit of cellulite, which by the way, why do we even talk about cellulite? Is it not just like having eyes? Like it's part of our bodies. It's just cellulite. So if we've all got this thing of monitoring and building our worth based on what we physically look like, then why would we have young, why would we have women who are a smaller size, who are really insecure? Take me for example. So this is my evidence that it's way deeper than just being comfortable with what you physically look like. And this is my evidence that your self-worth is not what you physically look like. Your confidence is not what you physically look like. So I'm a size eight slash 10, maybe sometimes a 12. So I'm a size eight, 10 or 12, yeah? And you might look at me and think, oh my God, you look amazing, you're absolutely gorgeous, you have got nothing to feel insecure about, okay? Now, by the way, just note, I'm not saying I look absolutely gorgeous, I'm just saying that, you know, some compliments I receive from people on Instagram is that you're really gorgeous. So I'm just saying, based on what people say, say you think I'm really gorgeous, and because I'm a size eight, I've got nothing to feel embarrassed about, so if that was true, then why am I insecure? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? 
why am I sometimes, why am I working through this jealousy thing? You know, why am I, why do I have low self-esteem? Why do I, why do I doubt myself? Why do I struggle to wear sometimes tight clothes because I don't want people to look at me? You know, it's not, it's therefore, it's nothing to do with what you physically look like because my low self-esteem it's way deeper like it's 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 in your core how you view yourself self-esteem is how you view your overall self and if you are filled with love like if you're filled your whole heart and body is filled with love and acceptance for yourself there then body what you look like is irrelevant you know it's obviously a really difficult thing to do when we are bombarded with images from the media on what we should look like and I'm only just exploring this idea of self-esteem but like I said in my other episode my low self-esteem I didn't even talk about my physical appearance it's got nothing to do with it so and this is why we really need to move into the we need, we need to become aware of self-acceptance and accepting yourself as a whole person. Not just your physical flaws, but as a whole person. We need to fill ourselves, we need to fill our cup up with so much love for ourselves and appreciate who we are. So there's something called body neutrality which is basically a movement from, I've got it written down, it's in, it's, it's, it came about in 2010 from Women's Centre for Binge and Emotional Eating and body neutrality is basically your, you don't think about what your body physically looks like but it's about what your body can physically do, so what your body does for you, so it keeps us alive, it helps us to think, we sleep, we eat we go on amazing walks we can dance you know it's able to keep us breathing it's able to fight off infections like our bodies are amazing things that that look after that house our brain and you know the um that body neutrality is a really nice kind of movement around basing yourself and your self-worth on your values so what do you bring to the world what do you bring to people say you were to describe your mom in three words what would those three words be so if it was my mom I would say she's gorgeous inside and out she would do anything for everyone anyone and I idolize her she's hilarious so now what so therefore the way I look at my mum is nothing to do with her physical appearance it's how I view her and what she gives to me and it's her as a whole whole person and that's what we need to start viewing ourselves towards you know and stop thinking about our physical appearance and just valuing and appreciating who we are as individuals so I listened to this podcast the other day and it was by the blind boy blind boy podcast highly recommend it if you've not listened to that one before and essentially he talks about um he gives this analogy of a three-legged dog and he said imagine if you have a dog that's got three legs because it's been in an accident and it's got three legs it's lost a leg 
Would you love that dog any less because it's only got three legs? But actually, you wouldn't, would you? You'd love it even more because you'd think, oh my God, it's even more cute because it's it's got three legs. And it just makes it more cute because it's so much more, it's it's different and it's got character. You know, and that's how, that's how we should be looking at, at ourselves. That our characteristics and our differences make us who we are. So my scar on my tummy is massive. My muscle around my scar is a total mess. But that is what makes me who I am. You know, I have white um, stains on the front of my teeth. And every time I go to the dentist, they're like, what are you going to do about this? And I'm like, nothing, because it doesn't bother me because it's, you know, it's part of who I am. If we all became the avatars that we create on our Instagram with filters, we'd all look the same. We would literally all look the same. And why would we, we don't want to look the same. Like I remember people when they're a little bit different. I remember people when they've got something a little bit quirky about them. I love different and I love weird. Um, so I'm reading a book at the moment by someone called Nathaniel Brandon and it's The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. So it's a really hard book to read. So if you were new to reading about this topic, this might not be the first book I would recommend because it is, it's it's quite a hard read. Um, I've got quite a lot of different books on my website. If you wanted to check that out, I'll put the website in the notes of the podcast. And there's quite a few other ones as well that you could start with just if you wanted to read. <clears throat> but he talks about um, self-acceptance. This whole book is about self-esteem and how you look at yourself. And one of the pillars of self-esteem is self-acceptance. And he talks about three different levels of self-acceptance. So one is you need to accept all of your flaws, your physical flaws. So what are your flaws? Now, mine, so this is kind of something that I'm going through at the moment or, well, something that I've always been through, um, is around how white I am. So... I am super, super white. So when I've got no fake tan on or when I've not been in the sun, I'm so pale. And I feel like I'm just look I feel like I look ugh. So I would say that would be my physical flaw. It's obviously not a flaw, but it's something that I think if I've not got tan on, I feel horrible. So I would say that would be a physical flaw that I have tried to start accepting. Um, so what would be your physical flaw? Because we're talking about body image. What would be your flaws that you need to accept? So the first level of, accept, of self-acceptance, you need to accept it. So I need to say to myself, love, you are whiter than white sometimes. That is who you are. Accept it. It's never going to change. Because I used to wear fake tan all the time to try and cover up I guess the floor so I'd put loads of fake tan on and then when it came off I felt horrible I'd never go out the house I used to and I wore it that much that I think if anyone actually saw me pale they'd probably think what the hell are you okay you look ill um so when I so I've stopped wearing fake tan now because I'm trying to go through this like 
self-acceptance and it's hard again because it's not you know you're taking pictures or you're looking at other girls and everyone's brown and you're like you know I look like a ghost and clothes look nice when you're brown as well so still need to obviously work through that so first level of self-acceptance accept your flaws number two accept any emotions and behaviors and realize that that is just an expression so for body image if you need to accept the emotions that you're putting on yourself and you need to accept that you're hating on yourself and because you might not like accepting these things but if you don't accept it you're never going to be able to change it so you have to start by you know it doesn't mean that you're going to like what you're accepting but you've got to accept you you have got to accept yourself with all these flaws which aren't flaws by the way they are who you are you need to start accepting them so I need to accept my skin I need to accept that I put myself down about it as well And then finally, the third level of self-acceptance is being a friend to yourself because I don't know about you, but I would bully myself in my head, in my brain. I'd just be a bully. And we do, we bully our bodies. We bully our bloody beautiful bodies that keep us alive in this world with our family and friends and we bully them. So we need to be, treat ourselves with love and compassion. We need to learn to understand ourselves. So when we, when I hate myself, when I'm hating on myself because I look super pale, I need to think, okay, so you treat myself with compassion. Stop being so harsh on yourself. You know, you've got gorgeous skin. You look lovely. You've got gorgeous red hair. You've got, you're really, really pale, you know, and just, just talk to yourself in a really, really nice way. And by going through those levels and, you know, I I would say accepting yourself is the hardest part and that will take time. It's not going to happen one time of looking in the mirror. Um, Then you need to start working through your awareness of the emotions that you attach to that and then the actions. And then you treat yourself with love and compassion. Once you become self-aware of something, you will, your brain will notice it more. And then once you're aware of it and your brain says, you're doing that thing again, you'll be able to start to chat. That's when you can start to challenge it and start to think, no, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel like that. Like I'm never going to be able to change how white I am. So I don't want to live my life stressing about that, you know. Um, so that was just my little example. But but yeah, hopefully that's helpful. And that's given like a nice... Um, different outlook on the our body image and how negative we are i honestly think if we can ta- if we can if we can manage our mind and learn our mind as complex as the brain is if we become aware of who we actually are as individuals what makes us feel good about ourselves and really you know pump some self love into ourselves then i feel like a lot of our insecurities are going to disappear and I'll I will talk about these things and in, in future podcasts. But it's self respect, self acceptance. There's a lot of things that me personally need to work on. Um, 
so self-acceptance is is a big one and yeah I think we we all we could all we all just need to start doing it together if you see if you hear your friend putting herself down you need to stop her and say if you if you give yourself a com- friend a compliment and she doesn't take it make her take it make her believe in it you know we need to support each other we need to help each other and we need to just be open and honest about each other talk to your friends about it talk to me about it if you want to message me I'm all here I'm definitely here to help us all so I hope you enjoyed that episode three take three (laughs) and um I cannot wait to do another episode and I hope you have a lovely day wherever you are in the world and I will see you very soon bye